Hello and welcome back to the Her Love Island Recap Show. It is Denise Curtin and Jade Hayden here with you. Um, we're starting today's show by paying a little tribute to the late Caroline Flack. Um, as I'm sure you've noticed, similar to the TV show, we also cancelled our Monday podcast to pay respect to the star, an incredible presenter and an integral part of the show we all adore. Now, more so than ever is a time for us all to reflect on how we act online. We need to remember that words hurt and actions have consequences. And with every tweet, message and Instagram post, We've all got the ability to publish what we want. So let's make sure we're kind. All it takes is to be kind. Absolutely, Denise. And I think it's also worth saying that it's so important to take into account how like we, as people who work in the media and also just the fans of the show, discuss and interact with the likes of Love Island. Like it's so easy to look at these people on these programmes and think that they're so far removed from our lives that what we say about them doesn't matter or that they're never going to see it or that it won't affect them. But the reality is that it might. And in this very unfortunate set of circumstances, it did. Um, There's obviously been a lot of chat online about the future of Love Island and whether it should continue, given the three deaths that have been directly linked with the show now. Like, it's a conversation that's absolutely worth having and is probably long overdue, to be honest. Um, But I also think that we need to be introspective and look inwards at our own actions and how we fall into the situation. Um, To be honest, like... At the end of the day, Love Island has become synonymous with celebrity culture because it inherently breeds celebrity. It's a gateway for people to gain millions of followers and share their lives with the public. But at the same time, that shouldn't mean that the public get free reign on how they treat these people. They're famous, but like at the end of the day, they are human beings as well. Absolutely. And I think with famous deaths, the Caroline Flack's passing, it, it really, I think it hit like our generation almost more so than like I don't know kind of any other celebrity death that we've had in recent times and that's not like out of disrespect to Mm -hmm. others but I think it's just because we live and breathe Love Island and you know we've seen Caroline Flack on our TVs for so many years that it almost became such a harrowing shock that a celebrity like you know her stature can be so directly affected by you know like the bad price and everything that's going on that it's 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 very tough to to take in. Yeah, it was almost kind of like a turning point in some ways because like you said we've seen her on our television screens for app, like years and so like me and you specifically are so involved in the violin we watch it every single night we're like avid fans. So to have someone who kind of represents that celebrity culture and that kind of level of fame and that like ability for social media and just kind of like TV in general to create celebrities now yeah. without them actually having to like become famous themselves. It's like you can just kind of go on this show and then you're back out in the real world. And it's just such a shame that what happens happens these days when you do get back into the real world. Yeah. And I know she had her own personal circumstances going mm-hmm. on as well, which, you know, could have probably affected her too. You know, we don't exactly know the nitty gritty of it nor do we want to divulge into that but I think it's definitely a moment of reflection for everyone to just kind of think about how they they do act online and how they kind of hold themselves because I think it's very important when we can all have a Twitter account and we can all have an Instagram and a Facebook that we don't really point a finger at anyone else but we almost look at ourselves because if everyone did that then you know we would basically have a better place so yeah. I think I think that's what's um what's really really important I know the publications obviously um need to take uh, credit for that too and take their own actions into account but at the same time it's people behind that again so if mm-hmm. everyone looks at how they're acting hopefully it will it will um it'll bring about some some bit of change mm-hmm. anyway um yeah because uh, we decided to come back today simply because we just wanted to kind of 
talk about everything that's going on and also just you know catch up with you because um it it has been a, it has been a bit of time since we've been back we obviously took off monday morning's episode because we thought it was the right thing to do and i'm i'm glad that we did um coming back today was simply because we just wanted to recap on everything that's going on and we don't want to leave ye in the dark either in terms of like you know what we want to say about this so um yeah, we saw that Love Island also took a break, took a break on Sunday night and it returned then again on Monday night. Um, how did you find the returning of the show? Um, like, obviously, it was just it was weird to watch, to be honest, like in, in the context of what's happened. But like, I think the shift in the tone was so noticeable on that night in terms of the way Ian was narrating the show in terms of the lack of kind of like music and ad breaks and the actual content that they were showing I think they were really respectful and I think they were appropriate and I think that that kind of needed to happen because you know you kind of forget as well like you forget that celebrities are people but you forget that people who work on these shows are like families as well like you know we all have friends and work we have people that work extremely close to and work and like so did Ian Sterling so did um, Laura Whitmore so just probably every person who's worked on that show so I'm sure it was incredibly difficult for them to literally go into studio go into record and like just do their jobs when one of their close friends and someone that they've worked with and like respected for years and years and years is gone and when the reason for them being gone is you know linked to the show that they've poured their whole lives into I can't even imagine how difficult that would have been so in terms of the situation that they were given I think they did a great job um, in terms of the tribute that they gave Caroline. Yeah, because um, I know the reaction online as well, it was actually quite beautiful to see people were really, really nice and they were happy with how, you know, Love Island gave just that little slight nod at the beginning of the show um, to Caroline and then again at the end and then through every ad breaks they had the hashtag be kind and the number for the Samaritans, mm-hmm. which I also thought was... Um, was a lovely note to put in because obviously when you know you're you're producing a TV show you never can and you never want to prepare for something like this to happen so it's definitely something that they had to come together and think about quite suddenly after mm-hmm. after her passing because they only had two nights and again like you said it's all close friends of yeah. Caroline so it must have been absolutely incredibly tough to even script something mm-hmm. like Ian said to, yeah. to VO and especially when you're over in South Africa you know you're away from like like all your friends I know Ian and Laura were separated from each other she was over in London and stuff like that so it, it's incredibly different, difficult to try and um, kind of find the words and to come together to to almost say the show must go on yeah. you know it, it's it's definitely incredibly tough because Caroline was such an integral part of that show like we were saying for so so long mm-hmm. um, I thought what they did was really really nice um, and hearing Ian Sterling's voice break at the end it was absolutely harrowing oh no it was it was so sad like it genuinely it really like it got me as well like up until that point I was kind of like okay I know that they're going to do the tribute and I know that they're going to pay respects to her at the top of the show but when I kind of heard that that's when it did kind of hit home for me as well that I was just like they are all so close and her being gone it's just going to be this like massive shift not even in the way we consume the show but in terms of like how the show goes on in the future I don't know what like format that's going to be in I don't know what's going to change because I know I kind of saw a lot of people on Twitter saying in general that maybe it would it would end after this and a lot of other people were also saying that like maybe this season came back too soon after Caroline's death they were kind of like you know it's strange that like we're just kind of easing back into like the final week of this like reality tv show that is you know inherently quite light and quite just kind of like fun and stuff But at the same time, I think we forget that like we don't work on this show and that when you're in it, it's a lot different to like looking from the outside as well. 
And I'm sure that there was an element of, you know, um, this would have been what Caroline wanted. Yeah. Because nope. she loved that show, like Laura Whitmore said, on her like heartbreaking and just like incredible statement that she put out following the day of her death. It was just like, you know, Caroline's whole heart was in the show and she loved it so much. And she loved just like seeing people make friendships and like grow them and stuff. And yeah, I just think, I don't know. I just think it's such a complex scenario that we can't really no completely and I agree with you there I think with the whole um the whole trending hashtag about cancelling Love Island online I think I think a lot of people are probably just saying it out of like anger Mm -hmm. and they're probably not really thinking exactly about whether or not they think that that's going to help yeah the situation in full you know it's 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 really hard to know what what they do think but I do know that uh, like you said Laura Whitmore she backed Love Island and she put out, she had a kind of monologue at the beginning of her BBC Radio 5 live show, which went out on Sunday. So in fairness to her, it was extremely challenging to write something like that and to go on air the day after everything had happened. And she said, the problem wasn't the show. The show to work on is loving and caring and safe and protected. The problem is the outside world is not. And I think that really, um, that really does kind of sum up from her perspective, you know, that like when you're on the show nothing feels sad and nothing mm-hmm. feels negative it's when you when you disembark mm-hmm. from you know this little kind of place you've been in captivity and people start giving you hate and you start getting trolled and you know you are thrown into the spotlight even if you're not getting trolled and you know like hated on there's a lot of cameras and there's mm-hmm. a lot of press events and there's a lot of times where you need to be switched on yeah. and be giving you know showing your best side and that is 100% so difficult you know it, it, it must be so hard but I do think that you know the public and publications do need to you know think about themselves and think about how they speak Mm -hmm. I know on this show there's been times when we've talked about the islanders and maybe like said kind of things that in like almost like a mockery gesture Mm -hmm. I'd like to think that everything we did say was like quite Mm lighthearted and taken with a pinch of salt but then again yeah you don't know you don't know you know and I think when, when I'm saying about everyone reflecting on themselves I think it's definitely a time that I'm kind of almost looking at you know the way I present the show and stuff mm-hmm. and just thinking that like although we can have fun to to just kind of think about it a bit more because it's definitely probably something I haven't been doing to my full capacity yeah, yeah. so you know it, it really is a time where it's important for us all to kind of reflect on how we how we you know broadcast and yeah. how we speak and how we publish because it's um it's it's definitely so important definitely um then with um the content that was in monday night's episode did you find that it felt the same without the vo or do you think it was kind of kind of cut differently than usual not even just the voiceover like that was actively noticeable because obviously ian just he didn't want to do jokes on that episode and he couldn't have and it made sense that he didn't but um even just like the actual, like the challenge felt a lot longer. It felt like they were kind of trying to focus on more like a lighthearted kind mm-hmm. of fun episode as opposed to one that would maybe be more dramatic or have kind of arguments that would maybe, I don't know, like maybe encourage people online to kind of start, you know, like going in on people or to like, you know, push negative comments. I think they very much wanted to stay away from that during last night's episode. Um, not last night, Monday night. And then last night as well, because it was the baby episode, obviously, that one is like the iconic kind of heartwarming, light, fun Love Island episode that like 
you know nothing bad is going to happen everybody's just going to have fun and I think at the end of the day that's the message that I'm sure the producers and everybody who works on that show are trying to push at the moment to be like you know we have kind of created this like happy family here and we want this to be fun and we don't want this obviously they don't want it to be associated with negative press or any kind of negative feelings towards anybody but at the same time even just for the people who work there I think that they kind of wanted to show this is what it's supposed to be and it's not supposed to be this avenue for people to be nasty or be cruel um, because it just isn't you know but then at the same time how do you control the way people consume shows like this when they're so big and the audiences are massive and like you know it trends on Twitter every single night you literally can't you can't not and I think the thing with Love Island as well is that because it trends on Twitter like funny memes Mm -hmm. and um, like things that people say that are a bit a little bit you know not safe for work you could Mm -hmm. almost say are the things that go viral the things that do well because people find them comical Mm -hmm. and I think the show has built almost like a separate kind of like kind of like fan page off that where people like almost take the piss you could say it's almost like a cult following in a way it's like you know I watch Love Island but then I'm also on Twitter and I'm watching Twitter at the same time yeah and I think it's it's so easy to like so many of the tweets are like they're so reactionary like the second something happens they'll be up and they'll have thousands of likes and that's because they went up straight away the person who was sending them didn't give like two thoughts but they were just like here's a gif of something here's a reaction done and I think it's so easy like as someone who consume show like this but also like is very like online at the same time to not think that something that's not inherently nasty but maybe a bit kind of like I don't know just a bit of a kind of like side eye kind of like vibe or whatever that you'd send it out and you wouldn't think anything of it and you think well I'm just one person who am I to like you know cause any major kind of riff but if you are someone who is newly in the public eye or is going to eventually come out of that villa and see these things you know, it might be only one message from one person, but then if that's multiplied by like hundreds of thousands of people saying the exact same thing, then it becomes real and it becomes something that is harder to ignore than just one person. Completely. And I think like you're saying as well, when people tweet without thinking, I think a lot of the time as well, because Love Island has millions of followers, they are doing it for engagement purposes. Mm-hmm. It's not even necessarily down to who they're looking at on screen or how they actually feel about the Islanders or, you know, anyone that's on Love Island, the producers or Laura Whitmore or Ian Sterling, they're just, they're just tweeting it because they're like, this is gaining attraction. Mm -hmm, This is like a pivotal moment in the show. It's going to, it's going to gain loads of attraction. And it's such a, it's such an awful way to look at it. And I think that is definitely something that each one of us needs to address. If we do tweet or if we do, you know, post stuff about the show online, it's just to think before we type because it's, it's, it's it's very very important and like you said to me yesterday with a show like Love Island be it any show that has this volume of traffic it's extremely hard to control and mm-hmm. if it's not Love Island it's going to be something else yeah exactly like if they did kind of cancel it and I'm not sure whether they will I still don't really know if I think that they should I haven't really come down on like one side or the other because I kind of understand both arguments obviously mm-hmm. um but yeah, there, like you said, there would be another show. There would be something to take its place. And there would be another thing that would create. I think I saw a tweet during the week that was like Love Island has created like 157 like celebrities since it started. And like a lot of them would probably have faded into the background by now. But a lot of them are still very much active and they're still working in the industry as influencers or as presenters or as, you know, reality TV stars again. And like, I think if we look at the likes of Molly May from last year's series, who has been 
so, so heavily involved in her work since she left the island, but has also been like mercilessly trolled yeah. and just kind of like just hit with like torrents of online abuse. And when you look at how she acted in the show, she was literally the nicest person. Like she did nothing wrong. The show did not villainize her at all. I know it has villainized people in the past because they want to do that for like the narrative and for the story. But they didn't. You know, she was just she was just herself and she fell in love and she came second. She did really well. And yet people hated her. And yet there were these stories in publications, you know, fat shaming her and, you know, kind of like presenting images like that to the public and almost like encouraging them to do the same. And she's came out so many times against this and said, you know, I have to take a break from this or whatever. Um, I just want people to be nice. And in the wake of Caroline's death, she even like decided to donate all of the um, profits from her latest edit with Pretty Little Thing to like a charity to kind of like just like like raise awareness for yeah. what's happened but also like that act in itself is just like I haven't seen anybody else do that yeah no completely and I think because Molly May was you know one of the last batch of islanders to be shipped mm-hmm. out I think it really is very real for her because it hasn't even been a year since she left the villa so everything is definitely still fresh yeah and uh, I know recently she even put out a, vid- a video she talks about how she gets trolled constantly and like you were saying it's so so gut-wrenching mm-hmm. to watch how she actually gets fully dragged online mm-hmm. is the only way to describe it but she had she decided to get um, a lot of fillers from her face removed and she said that since her time in Love Island she came off the show she she thought to get a bit more and then got absolutely torn into mm-hmm. and she said before when it was just like oh I don't think you and Tommy are suited and stuff like that she said she found it easier to take but when people are commenting directly on your body or the way you yeah. look it's it's absolutely horrific. It's so personal. Like with a show, obviously, you know, it's going to be hurtful if the person you love, people are kind of saying that that's fake or whatever. But also it's like if you met in a reality TV show, there's always going to be an element of people are wondering whether it's real or not. Um, and I'm sure that they, you know, were kind of taught with how to deal with that. But when somebody literally comes for like, you know, the way that you look or your work or the things that you say, like it becomes so personal. Yeah, it does. And I really don't think that people realise that when they're saying it. They just think that they're one comment in a drop of thousands. But it's like at the end of the day, like Molly May started off as a social media influencer. Like she's on social media constantly. She's going to see this stuff. It's not just like her kind of side hustle where she's like, cool, I'll stick up a few Instagrams. Like this is her life. Yeah. And the fact that she has to sit there day in and day out and just take torrents of like shit it's just horrible yeah i know it's 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 not it's not on it's just it's not justified there's there's no way to describe it and say that like yeah that's cool or she deserves that Mm -hmm. it's just she doesn't across the board it's not it's not deserved but um what she did donating 100 percent of her profits to mine charity i think was Mm -hmm. an absolutely fabulous move and something that has been celebrated online mm-hmm. because yeah. it is incredible I was even almost looking at the tweets and this is so wrong again but like when I closed because I was so scared yeah. to see someone like I don't know knock, what she, knock yeah, her achievement yeah, yeah. and say something else about it and like that's the sad thing about social media because we all know that this is a good thing so mm-hmm. we should be backing yeah. it and thankfully now you know I, I didn't see anything bad around it which is great because you know, we have enough negative stuff yeah, going there just on. Shouldn't be, there shouldn't be like, negative stuff built on things that don't need to yeah. be negative. It's absolutely ridiculous. But um, Love Island then continued again last mm-hmm. night. Um, we saw things return a bit more to kind of normal, I could even say. I don't even know if that's the right word to say, but we saw Ian Sterling VO it a bit more. Mm-hmm. The baby challenge was on. I don't know, is it that when I'm watching it or is it the show, I just feel it like 
not the same yeah i know yeah. And like i don't think it was ever going to be the same i think if i think if we slipped back into like oh things are completely back to normal yeah. and the way they were that would be kind of worrying in a way because yeah. it's like the show shouldn't be back to normal at all you know i think it would be very unfair of them to kind of do this tribute and do this episode for caroline that was completely stripped down and like you know just like a lot kind of lighter and then to immediately just return to form and have people arguing and you know kind of have all this drama and stuff it wouldn't have made sense at all I think it would have reflected really badly on the show as well um so I think I'm sure that they were probably planning to do the baby challenge anyway but I think it was a good call on them to just kind of keep it just kind of keep it like traditional of Ireland like just keep it fun I think that's kind of what they wanted to do um last night and like Laura Whitmore said on the BBC Radio Live 5 show as well, she was saying that Caroline loved love and she loved the show because it was about finding love. And I do think in the last two episodes, there has been such a focus on love. Mm-hmm. And even with the baby episode, like nurturing the mm-hmm. child yeah. and bringing together a connection. And it really is showing and it's really trying to show us, I think, what the show is all about, mm-hmm. just in case we've forgotten, because it yeah. has been on since 2005. Yeah. And I think in that time, it has just gained so much attraction, so much attention that we almost probably consume it incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I think that was definitely, definitely a good move. And I think it will continue on that way. We only have a couple of episodes left before um, before the final. So I think it's going to... It's going to yeah, continue on yeah, that way. That's it. I mean, I think it's kind of it's kind of winding down now anyway because we are so close to the end, and I feel like everybody kind of knows who's going to be the final four couples and who's yeah. going to be dumped uh, quite soon as well. So, yeah, I think they'll I think they'll well be able to kind of keep that tone and to keep um, to keep kind of like I don't know, like paying tribute to Caroline just in the episodes that they're putting out. Yeah, I think it's incredibly important that they. That obviously, you know, we as people who watch the show don't forget the way that we should be consuming it and the things that we shouldn't be saying, but also at the same time that the show doesn't kind of just like return to form as well um, and just kind of continue on just for the sake of it because it's so easy to kind of slip back into old behaviours and to kind of think, oh, this tragic and horrible thing happened. But, you know, next week another tragic and horrible thing is going to happen and we shouldn't forget this one because it's just too important not to. Yeah, no, completely. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of all we have to talk about today. Um, I think, obviously, this episode was quite different to episodes we've done before, um, but I think it was important for us to put this out. Um, and thank you for tuning in with us today. It was quite sensitive to record this, and I'm sure it was to listen to, but we appreciate you listening. And for all the positive vibes you bring, from your reaction to the podcast, to your constant love and support, it doesn't go unnoticed. And I think that's important to say too. Anytime I've got messages on instagram or from anyone about the show it's always been so loving so thank you so much for you know sharing your thoughts with me um to end i have a final note um that i shared on my twitter from russell brand who kind of penned a note in light of um caroline flack's passing and one part of it he said was um social media is a network of connections we can use those connections to convey in love support and kindness all ideas that can be rationally understood as expressions of our unity while we are unique and different beautiful in our vast and distinct identities we are capable of kindness and we are all worthy of love and um, thanks jade for joining me thanks for having me yeah and um your powerful words they were incredible and we will talk to you all again on friday <laughs>